Perspectives of the Ramban, his life, impact, and Torah as discussed in the Rebbe's Sichis. In addition to discussing halachas in Rambam connected to the daily portion of Rambam and the Piskei Dinim the Rebbe repeatedly cited, such as the Rambam's description of Yemaisa Mashiach, his perspective on the Shevet Mitzvah B'nai Noyach, and the rule he writes about the power of one action impacting the world, the Rebbe also discussed the Rambam himself and his impact from a historical perspective. The Rebbe described the Rambam from different angles, comparing various elements of the Rambam, his conduct, and his Torah to other daily Israel throughout the generations, bringing forth the versatile and comprehensive nature and influence of the Rambam. Many of these sikhas were set at a time around the dates in the Rambam's life, such as the Rambam's birthday on Erev Pesach, his Yartzeit on Chav Tevis, and the, often around the Parshish of Shemais and Ve'eda, from Meish and Adin to the Alter Rebbe and the Temach Tzedek. The Rebbe explored their commonalities with the Rambam and their shared emphasis and the timeless impact they imparted to Klal Yisrael throughout the generations. Source of Torah, Meishra Benu. The connection between Meishra Benu and the Rambam stands out above the rest. This begins with their sheer name Meisha and their unparalleled giving and communicating Torah. As is quoted about both of them, Meisha Emes Viserase Emes. Meisha is true and his Torah is true. Their connection can best be summed up in the timeless inscription on the Rambam's caver. From Meisha to Meisha, there has been none like Meisha. As the Rebbe pointed out a number of times, while we don't know the origins of this statement, it has gone undisputed by all G'dayli Yisrael throughout the generations. The Rebbe also notes, referencing the Shem HaG'daylim of the Chidal, that there are no Tanayim or Amirayim with the name Meisha. The Rebbe explains that Teirat Siva Lanu Meisha is referring to both Meisha Rabbeinu and the Rambam, with Meisha Rabbeinu giving Teirat Shebeksav and the Rambam giving Teirat Shebalpeh in a written and organized fashion. The Rebbe connects the theme of their communicating Teirat with their names. Teirat is compared to water, Mayim, and Meisha's name comes and the name Meisha comes from the word Mina Mayim Mishasiu, from the water I have drawn him. It also is apparent in the name Maimon, the, Rebbe, the Rambam's father. The Rebbe also connect the path and journey of the revelation of Torah both by Meishu Rabbeinu and the Rambam as expressions of personal and communal Geula. Meishu Rabbeinu gave the Torah following the Geula of Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim. The Rambam too revealed his Torah Shabbat the Mishnah Torah, after his personal Golas and Geula, his trials and tribulations, and amid the battling of the Klippa of Mitzrayim, ultimately leading the Jewish people towards Geula. Unity and Inclusion Arun in addition to the connection between the two great Meishas, the Rebbe pointed out that the Rambam must also have a connection to Meishad Abedinu's brother, Aaron HaKoyin, since the Rambam and Aaron share a very close proximity in dates. The Nasi of Yud Gimel Nisan discusses the kindling of the Menorah by Aaron, and the following day, Yud Dalad Nisan, is the Rambam's birthday. The overreaching theme of Aaron HaKoyin is Achtus and Ahavas Yisrael, Oiv Esabriyes Umekarvan La loving the creations and bringing them close to Torah. This highlights the unique quality of bringing people together, making peace, and increasing kindness while remaining true and honest to Hashem and the Torah, not lowering Torah to the struggling people, but raising the people and bringing them close to Torah. This fusion of bringing people close and staying true to Torah does not highlight Adon alone. Rather, it brings to light Adon HaKoyin as he is influenced by the Derech of Moshe Rabbeinu, Emes. This emphasizes the connection of Chesed, Arin, and Emes Moshe, creating Arin's special version of Chesed, going out of the way to help people, but still not bowing away from the truth. The Rebbe goes on to explain that the particular theme of Arin's Achtus, coupled with the undying Emes, 
of Moshe's Torah is prominent in the Rambam's Torah. The Rambam wrote his Sefer as a book of halachis, where there aren't a myriad of opinions and differences. Rather, he focused on revealing the true achtus, unity of Hashem's will, the one and true halacha. Of course, Aaron's point of umekarvan la Torah, making the Torah accessible for everyone, wasn't lost on the Rambam either. This can be seen clearly in the Mishnah Torah's clear and concise writing, making it a safer that can be used by every person, big and small, young and old, ultimately uniting all levels of learners together, creating the true fusion of Torah and Achtus. Bringing Torah to their generations, the Alter Rebbe. As a general introduction to this section, it should be noted that the Rebbe once explained, while it is beyond our capability to compare and differentiate between G'dayli Yisrael and their approaches, it is acceptable to do so in order to derive a lesson in Avedis Hashem. The Rambam and the Alter Rebbe contributed tremendously to the world of Torah. Their summation, organization, and clarification of the halacha opinions preceding them and the clear foundations they established in Torah, both in Nigla, the real part of Torah, and Nister, the esoteric part of Torah, shaped the Torah continuance from their times until today. The Rambam wrote clear-cut halachis, gathering and sifting through centuries of Ga'inim and Peskin, bringing forth the halacha in the most understandable way for his generation. Coupled with his effort in Nigla, the Rambam did the same work in Ister, gathering, refining, and clarifying the Kabbalah of his generation, Maisem Arkava, etc., in the four first prakim of Sefer Amada and in Meir Nebuchim. Similarly, the Alter Rebbe in Shochan Aruch clarifies the opinions of the Paiskin that came before him, and even more so in Tanya, setting the foundations of Torah HaChassidis for the first time. The Rebbe explains that the Svarim of the Alter Rebbe and the Rambam are both great breakthroughs in the development of Torah. The Tanya is the Torah Shebek Sav of Chassidis, all Chassidis, not just Chassidis Chabad, serving as the watershed safer that includes the foundations of the Baal Shem Tev and the Magad Chassidis as well. This is similar to the Rambam's unprecedented work in Mishnah Torah, bringing the halacha element, the semination of Torah Shabal for the first time in Ksav in written fashion. It is fascinating to point out that on some level, the Alter Rebbe reveals the primius inner dimensions of the Baal Shem Tev. While the Rambam did not include reasons in the Sefer of Halachas, a novel idea at the time, the Alter Rebbe specifically wrote his work in Halacha with timing, reasons. Also, a novel idea at the time, revealing the inner dimensions of the halachas. In addition to the general shared frame of mind, we see many comparison and similarities in numerous elements of their lives and of their Torah. For instance, both have the special multifaceted power in Torah, the hidden and revealed parts of Torah, hinted in their names. The al name is Shnei Erd, two lights, the lights of Nigla and Nister. The Nam carries the name Moshe, who gave us the entire Torah. Also, in the common acronym of Rabbeinu Moshe ben Maiman, the Rambam, there are two mems, a psucha, regular mem, and stuma, a shlos mem. The first one refers to Nigla, and the second one represents the Rambam's work in Pnimis It is interesting to note that they both wrote their works in Nigla before their works in Nister, Shulchanarach before Tanya, and Yad HaChazaka before Meir Nebuchim. Also, the Alter Rebbe's original plan for Tanya and the Rambam's Meir Nebuchim are both split into three parts. We also find that they both started their Sfarim with references to Shem Havaya, the Rambam in the Rashi Tevis of the first few words, and the Alta Rebbe begins Shulchan Aruch with the word Yehuda, which contains in it the sanctified name of Hashem. 
Another connection that was highlighted and brought in a sikha of the Friedrich Rebbe is the similarity of language and writing of the Alta Rebbe and the Rambam, and the strong influence of the Rambam's halachic ruling in the Alta Rebbe's Torah. One of the more notable lines of comparison between the Rambam and the Alta Rebbe can be seen in the objective and the reason for their Sephardim. Born out of necessity for clarity and direction, with the aim to give audience and a clear path to a people in need, we can see in their respective works the answers to the challenges of their generations and the remedy and direction it holds for our generation as well. Plainly put, while other Sephardim may have been written primarily to add it to Torah, these Sephardim were written to heal and inspire the Jewish people. The Rambam wrote his Sephardim in response to the confusion and inaccessibility to the sources that he saw in his generation, both in the worlds of Allah and Nister. His goal was to aid the Jewish people in understanding the halacha and the truth. As we see clearly in regards to the Meir Nebuchim, it was written specifically to help the confused and perplexed. Although the Rambam did not want Meir Nebuchim to be learned by everyone, and he incorporated a shrua, a pledge, that people shouldn't learn it, the Rambam points out that the Rambam definitely knew that it would get out, and on some level, that was his intention. This can be seen from the fact that there are a number of ideas in it that are clearly also for a common man, and we see that there are a number of halachas learned from Meir Nebuchim as well. Regarding the Alta Rebbe, there is of course no need to explain this point. In his introduction to the Sefer, the Alta Rebbe clearly states his reason for writing the Tanya and who the target audience is. Hasidus in general came as a response to the need for an awakening and boost for a tired and worn out generation, and Tanya was written specifically for those looking for advice and assistance in their Avedis Hashem. All in all, the Rambam and the Alta Rebbe's works was to bring a revelation through Torah to the tired and confused souls of their generation and the generations to follow. They created the unimparted clarity in Torah Shabbat Peskim and Alacham, and in the hidden parts of Torah and Chassidus, arranging these foundations in a perfect and accessible way for each and every Yid to be able to learn and understand. Shepherd of their people Another special connection and comparison between the Rambam and the Alta Rebbe was their care for the well-being of the Yidin in their times. The Rambam was not was known not only as a great figure in Allah and Chakira, but also as the leader of the Jewish community in Egypt and beyond, utilizing his influence and connections to protect and assist his fellow Jews. More famously, we know of the Rambam's legendary letters in Geras Hashmad and in Geras Temon, where he inspires and guides the hurting, confused Yidin of his time, offering them solace and comfort, guidance and direction. Similar to this are the Alta Rebbe's efforts to strengthen the Jewish community in Lithuania, White Russia, and beyond, setting up colonies with attainable livelihoods for the inhabitants, and of course, the tzedakah campaigns that Alta Rebbe successfully led for the Yidin living in Eretz Yisrael. All this was in addition to the Alta Rebbe's work for the spiritual well-being of his generation, as seen in his Torah, his letters, and the many stories and histories. Defying Opposition the novel and remarkable work of both the Rambam and the Alta Rebbe were not universally accepted at first. On the contrary, both had huge opposition from the greatest Jewish figures of their generation. Only after some time did the tide change, and once learning the truth about them and their novel approaches, many of the opposing camp had a change of heart. So much so that many of these people themselves actually became followers of the Rambam and the Alta Rebbe. It is fascinating to see the comparable response of the Rambam and the Alta Rebbe to their opposition. The Rambam stood up for his opinion and answered any questions lodged against him or his opinions, but he never got into arguments or fights with his attackers. 
We see the same with the Alta Rebbe. In his famous letter after being freed from prison in Petersburg, he demands of the Chassidim to not quarrel with the Masnachdim, but rather to behave towards them with kindness, with the hope that it will mirror back. The Rebbe uses this as a lesson, not only for the point of not fighting, but primarily a lesson in strength, defying opposition, not attacking them or getting embroiled in a fight with them, rather staying strong in one's conviction and holding on to the truth in all circumstances. Creating Conclusions, the Tzemach Tzedek. At a fabrengen of Yud Gimel Nisan 5746, the Rebbe explained that based on the proximity of the Tzemach Tzedek's yard site on Yud Gimel Nisan and the Ramam's birthday on Yud Dal Nisan, there must be a connection between the two. The most definitive similarity is in their work in Halacha. The Ramam authored the first complete Sefer Halachas and the Tzemach Tzedek wrote Piske Dinim, Halachic Rulings, and Shuvah's Responsa, both spreading their Teda to and for the entire Kalad Yisrael. The Rebbe points out that while we find Chuvas in Allahu from the Alta Rebbe and Middle Rebbe too, the Tzemach Tzedek stands out as a world-renowned and respected Pesach in his lifetime, corresponding with great Halachic figures even outside of the world of Chassidus. Additionally, the Ramam collected and consolidated Piske Dinim and Chuvas from all of the Gemara, the Ga'inim, and the Peskim, narrowing them down into a concise conclusion. We find the same with the Tzemach Tzedek. He gathered, consolidated, and created conclusions from all the Svarim before him. This is especially so in the world of Chassidus, where the Tzemach Tzedek would often cite a number of different ideas, including from the Baal Shem Tev and Magid, and sometimes even seemingly opposing ones, and tie them all together, bringing a clear conclusion for the matter at hand. The one difference in style of the two authors is quite fascinating. The Dalim starts from the top down, Mulmaila Lamata, summarizing all the knowledge that he was that was known at his time and bringing it down into a simple halacha that could be understood by everyone. The Tzemach Tzedek, on the other hand, worked from bottom up, Mulmata Lamaila, starting with the most simple interpretation of the Psukim and Mwari Chazal, etc., and working his way through all the sources, explaining the deeper and inner meaning, finally reaching the Maskana, a final conclusive point. While they take different paths to reach the final conclusion, they share the predominant avenue of consolidation and clarification in Taita. A light onto the nations. The connection between the Tzemach Tzedek and the Rambam goes beyond their Taita into their life experiences and perspectives. Both the Rambam and Tzemach Tzedek had profound influence on the non-Jewish world around them, conveying the message of Hashem and the one true Taita. With the Rambam, we see special emphasis placed on the cure he had for the well-being of the Bnei Nayach, beginning with his ruling about the obligation of every human being to keep the Sheva Mitzvahs and his description of Yemes HaMashiach, where he openly states that the work of the entire world, including Gentiles, will be, known to, will be to know Hashem at the highest level possible. This is in addition to his personal work and connection with non-Jews of this time in his capacity as a physician of the Sultan's court a job that took up many hours of his day, being his primary source of livelihood. The Rebbe points out that as a sultan and the court's physician, the Dhamma certainly looked after the emotional and mental needs of his patients and undoubtedly shared with them the real purpose and source of stability in life, the Sheva Mitzvah B'nai Neach. The great work of the Rambam in this field is connected with the fact that he was born on Erev Pesach, the time of the slaughtering of Karban Pesach. The Rebbe explains that this mitzvah originated in Mitzrayim, primarily for the purpose of destroying its Avedazara, destroying the strength of Klippa and bringing morality and godliness in its stead. Similarly, the Rambam worked to battle the Klippa of the nations and to inspire them with godliness and purpose. Though in a different climate, the Tzemach Tzedek also fought the battle of Kedusha and truth 
against the nations of the world, the Russian government. Not only did he stand firm in his beliefs, but he also went out arguing, explaining, and convincing the non-Jewish officials of the veracity and necessity of true Yiddishkeit, education, nabonim, etc. While we see a bit of this conduct by the Alta Rebbe and Mitzvah Rebbe too, they engage in these dialogues in short stints, and they primarily explain the specific points of Chassidus that were being contested. The Temach Tzedek, on the other hand, spent a large part of his life battling the influence and proposed reforms of the Ascala movement, spending his time in many conferences, meetings, legislative battles, explaining that to the non-Jews the ter- truth of Teda, even going so far to be Meser Nafesh countless times for this mission, all to convince the Russian government to allow Yiddishkeit to continue and to grow without damages that the Maskilim were attempting to impose. Clarity and Structure, the Rebbe Shab. The Rebbe mentions that people may ask about a seeming contradiction between the Rambam Tzemech Tzedek connection that the Rebbe was discussing and the famous quote from Chassidim that the Rebbe Shab is the Rambam of Chassidis. To answer this question, the Rebbe takes a moment to clarify this saying about the Rebbe Rashab, explaining that the similarities between the Rambam to the Tzemach Tzedek's Torah and the Rebbe Rashab's Torah are in different elements entirely, each connection highlighting a different point. The Rebbe Rashab, the Rebbe explains, is the Rambam of Chassidus, not the Rambam of the Torah in general. In the Tzemach Tzedek's Torah, we find full works in Nigla and many places where Nigla and Chassidus are brought together and united, whereas by the Rebbe Rashab, we don't really find works in Nigla on their own. And even when cited together with Chassidus, the Nigla is dwarfed in size by the large amounts of Chassidus that it comes along with. The Rebbe explains that this fusion of different parts of Torah was not the primary focus and undertaking of the Rebbe Rashab, possibly because this feat of Torah consolidation was already achieved by the Tzemach Tzedek. While the Rebbe Rashab attained this achievement by learning the Tzemach Tzedek Torah on a level where it became his own. Where do we see the comparison between the Rebbe Rashab and the Rambam? Is in the sense of clarity and structure. The Rebbe Rashab's aim was to clarify and to get down to the point of Chassidus, clarifying or in organizing subjects and topics, providing the structure to, of Chassidus to the Chassidim. This is similar to the Rambam, who summarized, clarified, and got to the bottom of the entire world of Allah in the revealed part of Torah in an accessible fashion for every Jew.